Welcome to the InnovaBuzz podcast, where our job is to help you build visibility, professional credibility, and connection with your ideal client by putting the human at the center of innovative marketing so you can build and strengthen an engaging, enduring relationship with your ideal clients. I'm Jürgen Strauss from InnovaBiz, and I'm honored that you're here with me. If you haven't joined our wonderful marketing transformation community yet, go to innovabiz.co and collect your free gift as well. Do subscribe to the show and also leave a review because it helps others find us. Let's get into today's masterclass on this InnovaBuzz podcast. Always be passionate. I've said since I started my business that promotion without passion is pointless. So, you know, if you're not 110% in, then there's no point in doing it. You know, for me in my professional life, in my personal life, I, I don't know how to be half in on something. I go all in or I don't do it at all. So I, I think when you bring that sort of energy and people can get really fired up because they hear it in your voice, they see how animated you are, that this is something that you care about. That's how you inspire people to join whatever it is that you want them to do, you know, whether it's joining the True Heart community, you know, joining your local book club, volunteering at the PTA, whatever you're trying to motivate people to do. If you're truly passionate about it, people will remember that, you know, and it, it's always that feeling that you leave people with that stays with them. So, if you're really fired up and you communicate your passion for the project you're working on, other people are going to notice and then it's just infectious. And that's how you start to see, you know, it grow. Welcome back. I hope you've had an awesome week so far. If you haven't heard my recent conversations with entrepreneur and expert in creative problem solving and time management, Amanda Fergil, and with host of the Making Sales Social podcast, Bob Woods, then go and listen in, but only after you've listened to today's conversation. I'm really excited today to have on the InnovaBuzz podcast as my guest, Amy Mellon. She's the co-founder of True Heart Cause Agency and the True Heart Social Impact Search Engine. For the last couple of decades, Amy has worked at the intersection of Hollywood and philanthropy. Amy's expertise is connecting celebrities and purpose-driven brands with deserving nonprofits to raise millions of dollars for noble causes while creating global media campaigns that shine a spotlight on their wonderful work. In our conversation today, Amy talked to me about how she leverages the power and influence of celebrity to fundraise for charities. We talked about little things everyone can do to make a big impact in the world. And she explained how she was democratizing philanthropy through the trueheart.com search engine. Without further ado then, let's fly into the hive and get the buzz from Amy Mellon. Hi, I'm your host, Jürgen Strauss from InnovaBiz, and I'm really excited today to welcome to the InnovaBuzz podcast from Los Angeles in the USA, Amy Mellon. She's the co-founder at TrueHeart. Welcome to the InnovaBuzz podcast, Amy. It's a real privilege to have you here as my guest. Thank you so much for having me, Jürgen, and I can't wait to have an exciting and inspiring chat with you. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. Now, one of the things you say is that everything in your personal life and professional life is all about bringing humanity back into the mix. So as as a business that is focused on making marketing more human and bringing the human into podcasting, I thought, wow, I have to have you on and chat about all the things that you're doing and how you're making a difference. So what is the impact you're making in the world today, Amy? Well, we have two social impact companies. Um, my wonderful husband, Scott, is my business partner. And so we are partners at the True Heart Cause Agency, 
and we specialize in connecting celebrities and purpose-driven brands to team up and help raise millions of dollars for deserving causes. We produce global social impact campaigns that shine a massive spotlight on the mission of the nonprofit while we drive billions of earned media impressions. And we've been so blessed to work with amazingly talented and generous celebrities from the world of music, television, fashion, film, sports, and now social media influencers as well. And then this summer, we launched our second purpose-driven company, our True Heart Social Impact Search Engine. And that's where we invite everyone to join our community and change the world with every search. We donate 80% of our net profits to our six best-in-class charities who work to help people, animals, and the planet. So it's a free and easy way to do something that you're already doing every day, searching the web, whether it's you know looking for that cute puppy video, making a dinner reservation, or checking the weather. And now you can feel great knowing that your searches are powering donations to our charity partners. Mm, I love it. Yeah, and and so I think you talk about democratizing charity and contribution, um, uh, monetary contribution, and using the search engine allows people to effect a contribution monetarily, even if they may not have spare cash to make donation to charities. Yeah, absolutely. That was the driving force and why Scott and I created our True Heart Social Impact search engine. We're big believers that are billions of people in the world with big hearts that want to transform their local communities, but they don't have disposable income to donate to charity. And they've been largely excluded from philanthropy for so long. And so we thought, you know, there has to be a better way. And we need to create an opportunity to invite all of those people in. So the great thing about our search engine is you never have to take a dollar out of your wallet. And so your searches are being converted to donations to our six charity partners. Um, we're so proud to support Global Green, Smile Train, Action Against Hunger, P5 National, Variety Boys and Girls Club, and Four Paws for Ability. And they're incredible organizations that work tirelessly every day to protect the planet and feed the hungry and save lives and uh, fight for equality and promote animal welfare and support our youth. So it's this uh, way that you can consciously commit to taking your power back. Most people don't realize that the global search engine industry makes hundreds of billions of dollars a year. And most of that wealth is accumulated by a few massive companies. So we can now redistribute some of that wealth to charities who are making an impact every day. And everyone can make this as a conscious way to have their searches make a social and environmental impact. Mm, that's wonderful. And that's, that's at trueheart.com. That's correct. You can search with us at trueheart.com and you can find out more about the funded dream projects that we're so proud to support for each of our six nonprofit partners. Well, we normally have a section at the end where we ask for the links that people can find out more about you, but I thought it was important to share that right now given um, you know, given how we're talking about it. We'll come back to the search engine and the charities in a moment. What I'm curious about is how did you get started with this concept of bringing celebrities on board, connecting celebrities to um, events that raise funds for particular charities? When I started my cause agency uh, 24 years ago, um, I was being asked to produce events for uh, the MTV Video Music Awards, the Grammys, the Oscars, Fashion Week, and there was all this glitz and glamour and excitement around these big entertainment industry events. And I thought to myself, you know, while we're getting hundreds to thousands of people in the room with all this influence, we might as well use it to shine a massive spotlight on deserving charities and turned it into an opportunity to raise um, funds and awareness for these causes. And so um, I've always been my whole life kind of a champion of the underdog because I've been the underdog my, my whole life. So I've always wanted to fight for, you know, people who have had a rough start and, and need, um, need help, need a hand up. 
And so I thought this is a really great opportunity to kind of bring my my love for the entertainment industry together with my passion for making a difference um, and my my ability and my gift to rally people around great causes. So, you know, in the beginning, when I presented this opportunity to people, a lot of folks said, no, we just want to do the party. You know, we don't want to have the charity element. And I started telling people, if you want to work with me, then this is my thing. You know, my niche is going to be, I want to bring the entertainment industry um, together with great causes. Um, and then I started to involve major brands. So companies that had a purpose-driven mission and said, listen, rather than just selling your products and services and being on the end of, you know, how much can you consume and buy from me? Why don't you put this message out, you know, into society of we're a brand that gives back. And so then I also thought, let's get some of these big companies involved as well to team up with the celebrities and athletes and everyone can do good together. And thankfully, there were some people, you know, two decades ago who agreed other heart centered, you know, folks in the entertainment industry who said, okay, you can, you know, involve a, a cause in this event that you're doing for us. And, you know, I started to see obviously that doing good feels good. And the more good you do, you know, it's a chain reaction, the more you want to do because you're feeling so great and you can see the impact and the difference that you're making in other people's lives. So once people would start to come to these events and learn about these important causes and meet the people that were the beneficiaries of the nonprofits we were serving, everyone would leave with the best feeling in their heart. And they were excited to support when we asked them to help out for the next event and the next event and the next event. So it kind of became my calling card and the thing that I was known for. And I've been so blessed to be able to work with so many amazing people over the last two decades who recognize that, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. My favorite, you know, quote from Spider-Man mm -hmm. that I think applies to, you know, anyone who's blessed to have a platform in sports and entertainment. I really feel like if you, if you can make a good living, you know, playing sports or um, being in the entertainment industry, then you have a responsibility to give back. Yeah. And thankfully, so many people agree with that. Yeah, well, I, I, you know, hats off to you for tapping into that. And I, I agree with you, you know, there's, there's a great responsibility that comes with that. I mean, we, we were having a conversation yesterday about a certain sports person. I won't name them because um, basically we both agreed, my wife and I both agreed that um, his head's gotten too big for, for his, his ego's gotten too big for him and, and he's just gone off the rails. But um, the amount of money some of these elite sports people get paid, I mean, sure, they're entertaining and they're bringing a lot of joy through their entertainment to a lot of people. But the amount of money they get paid in, in some ways is really obscene. And if they kind of take that approach, you know, with that, with that privilege comes great responsibility. So we give back and use a chunk of that money, which probably doesn't hurt them in the least bit, to um, help others that are less fortunate. Yeah, I'm. I'm really interested. So you were in the entertainment industry already. You had a career there, so you had access to some of these people. And because I imagine that um, in those early days when you said, you know, a lot of people said, no, no, I don't want to. I just want the party part. Um, that it might have been really difficult to find people to talk to. So um, when I started my business, I had no uh, connections to the entertainment industry. I started literally cold calling the people and the companies that I wanted to work with when I was 19 years old. And I said, hey, this is me. You know, I just moved from Miami. And now at the time I was living in New York, a completely new city um, to me. But I was tenacious and I had big dreams. And I said, this is what I, you know, can do. And I know I'm a hustler and I'm really good at marketing and publicity. So if you give me a shot, you know, this is what I have to offer. And thankfully, there were a few people that, you know, gave me a chance. Like most entrepreneurs, I made a lot of mistakes in the beginning and I learned to pick myself, you know, up um, and then hopefully not repeat those same mistakes and only make new mistakes from there on out. Um, but it was, it was a lot of important lessons in the beginning of my journey, especially when it came to 
what was the best way to really motivate, inspire, and empower people to want to join me in doing a little bit of good every day? And I, I realized that when you put people in the room with the folks that are um, benefiting from the nonprofit that we're serving, that was the key ingredient. That was where the spark was ignited because when you spend time, whether it's with kids in local children's hospitals or children in foster care or wounded veterans or even with beautiful, you know, dogs and cats through an animal rescue that we're, that we're serving. But when you spend time with the people or the animals that are benefiting from the charity, your heart just lights up and it's this infectious energy that happens when you see, wow, I'm a part of saving a life or transforming a life. And by showing up with all of this love and joy in my heart and wanting to share that with others, you, you see that there's that connection that's made. That's this bond that's formed. And I, I have to tell you, Jurgen, like every celebrity that's done one of these beautiful events with us or come with us to a children's hospital or to a domestic violence shelter or a foster um, home or served with wounded veterans, they all say the same thing. And that's, this is one of the best days of my life. This mm. was such an amazing experience and they want to do it again and again, because putting, putting that love and that joy out there to lift other people up who are suffering and feel like you can do something small, but that's meaningful in a big way to somebody else. It feels really good. And it feels like you can actually make a difference in the world. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And it comes back to what you, well, what, what I said in the introduction, your passion for connecting people and bringing that humanity back into what you do. So that, that's really a great example of bringing that humanity in. So do you have some kind of favorite or uh, charities or favorite um, personalities that, that you work with and can share some stories with us just to really make it very concrete as, as an example for our listener. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of my favorite campaigns we did was our superheroes for kids campaign for children's miracle network hospitals. And we had patients from local children's hospitals all over North America create their own original superhero character. So we said, come up with your own superhero name, come up with three superpowers, and then come up with your super villain or um, your sidekick. And they weren't playing Batman, you know, or Wolverine. These were all completely original, unique characters. Mm -hmm. And then Scott and I wrote 18 episodes for the kids. And we had 25 or so celebrities um, come suit up in spandex outfits and they played either the sidekicks or the supervillains in these episodes um, where we created an entire universe called Miracle City. And it was so much fun. Um, Jack Black, Mark Cuban, Nick Cannon, uh, Pete Wentz, Brian Austin Green. They were some of the stars that participated in the campaign. You know, and to see, like, for example, um, Jack Black, who is a massive comedic talent and, you know, the star of some of the biggest, you know, comedy franchises in the world, to see him rolling around on the ground and letting the kids jump all over him um, and just make it all about the patience just made our hearts feel absolutely incredible. Um, and all the celebrities that turned up, they made the kids the stars that day. Mm -hmm. And that was the whole point of this campaign was to really show how inspiring these kids are that are battling cancer, heart disease, other terminal and chronic illnesses. Um, you know, these are obviously really heavy subjects to talk about. And so we wanted people to see these kids as the real life superheroes that they are. So it's a project that, you know, we'll always be proud of. And to hear the kids and their parents say that it was one of the coolest things they've ever done in their lives to be, you know, on a Hollywood set with all these celebrities, um, you know, playing their sidekick or their supervillain was just absolutely wonderful. Um, so that was, that was a dream come true. And then Brian Austin Green, uh, from Beverly Hills 90210 is a dear friend and someone that we're blessed to collaborate with on a regular basis. And, most recently, um, we did a campaign called Hashtag Search for Smiles, 
with his wonderful girlfriends and another uh, great friend of ours, Sharna Burgess, an Aussie who is a professional dancer on the hit show Dancing with the Stars. And um, that campaign was all about shining a spotlight on the mission of Smile Train, who provides 100% free cleft surgeries and essential treatment to kids in need all over the world. And they've already saved the lives of 1.5 million kids over the last two decades. So we were really blessed to have Brian and Sharna's amazing support. They did, I think, almost 20 interviews um, for us between the US, Canada, and Australia. And so they, they gave so much of their time and talent to really um, spread the word for us about the incredible partnership between our True Heart Social Impact Search Engine and Smile Train's mission. So, you know, we're just grateful because it's it's when folks like that um, who have a platform are really dedicated and passionate about using it to better humanity that gets us fired up um, because we know that, you know, when they talk or when they post on social media, people are listening. And so, you know, a lot of people just use their platform to sell more products or services. And, you know, there are good people in sports and entertainment who recognize the fact that they can use that platform to shine a spotlight on deserving causes. And that's an opportunity to raise millions of dollars and huge awareness for charities that are doing incredible work every day on the front lines all over the world. So, yeah, I mean, there's been thousands of stars that, you know, I've worked with throughout my career, but those are those are some of my favorite projects. Hmm. Yeah, I love them. It's it. Um yeah, the I mean, kids with cancer and terminal Ill illnesses is something that I'm very passionate about because they're really doing it tough, and you know, they I mean, they they just don't deserve that. Um, and to make a difference in their world, to give them that that experience, must have been quite amazing. It it was so amazing because they they are incredible. You know, working with local children's hospitals now for, I think, 15, 16 years. I've walked the halls of, you know, many of these hospitals and met so many families. And, you know, there's one particular uh, kid. I mean, there's so many, they always stay with you. But one little boy that we um, befriended, uh, Isaiah, he, he was uh, nicknamed Izzy. And sadly, he passed away um, shortly after his third birthday. And you know, Scott and I went to his funeral and it's one of the worst, I think, things in the world to attend the funeral of a child. You know, Izzy battled neuroblastoma, brain cancer, and he should have had so much life left to live. He was such a beautiful, inspiring little boy. He just lit up every room that he walked into and He's someone that I will remember for the rest of my life. And he, you know, changed my life knowing him because I watched him fight cancer like a warrior, like a champion and always with a smile on his face. And I showed up and supported him and his mom through some of his treatments at Children's Hospital Los Angeles. And he sat there with his lollipop, you know, smiling and laughing while he was undergoing painful treatments, but there was just always love and joy and gratitude in his heart. And these local hospitals, they make miracles happen every day. And it's just so important that people support these local children's hospitals because it's really difficult when a family gets this sort of diagnosis, you know, your whole world is turned upside down. And so when when you've got these amazing doctors and nurses fighting for you and you know, even if you don't have the ability to pay that your treatment is taken care of and there's no bill that your family's going to get, that just eliminates this additional stress that a family should not have to worry about. You should only be concentrating on healing your child and making sure that, you know, they're not afraid and and they're going through treatment in, in a peaceful, joyful, happy way. Um, so I'm just, I'm always in awe of these doctors and nurses at local children's hospitals because I've seen it firsthand. Our family's been the beneficiary of amazing care for our son when he needed it. 
And it's just, it's amazing work that they do. Hmm. There, there are so many deserving charities, I think, all around the world. How do you choose which ones that you support? Obviously, you can't support them all. It's a great question. I am so passionate and so is Scott about so many causes. And, you know, we've been blessed to, you know, support charities that work with foster and adoption and uh, substance recovery and wounded warriors and um, so many healthcare causes, whether it be, you know, children's healthcare issues or, um, you know, uh, pancreatic cancer or breast cancer or wounded veterans or protecting the planet or animal rescue um, or LGBTQ plus equality or feeding the hungry. It's, it's amazing to get to team up with a wide variety of nonprofits who are fighting the good fight every day. You're right. There's only so many hours in the day. So sometimes we do have to, you know, pick where we're going to devote our time and and energy. And, you know, it, it obviously starts uh, where our, our hearts are and where our passion is in that moment. And where also we believe we can make the biggest impact at the time. So, you know, for us right now, one of the most immediate issues and something that we talk about, you know, just in our home with our kids every day is the planet. And we're so passionate about the work that we do with our friends at Global Green, one of the top eco nonprofits in the world, because we want to make sure that there's a sustainable planet for our kids and future generations. So, you know, right now we're really focused on our work to save the Amazon rainforest. After the devastating wildfires there, over 900 million trees were lost. And the Amazon is one of our, you know, greatest natural defenses to fight climate change. So, you know, working with the uh, team at Global Green and the Ashinka tribe in Brazil, we planted 150,000 trees in the Amazon rainforest this past year. And we made a commitment to Global Green that we're staying in the fight with them to hopefully replenish all 900 million trees that were lost. And so, you know, these folks, um, these, these local indigenous farmers, they're the best caretakers of the land. And so not only are we planting these healthy saplings with them, but we're also contributing to the local economy so they can earn a good living and take care of their families. So it's an amazing um, project that has an immediate and direct impact on the future of our planet. And so for us, that's one of the biggest things that we're working on right now at True Heart. Hmm. All right. Well, let's let's talk about the True Heart search engine and how how everybody can contribute to some of those causes you've described. Yeah. Well, right now um, we actually have an incentive uh, program that we started. So if you need an added push in the right direction to search with us and do good. You can win some fabulous cash prizes when you search at trueheart.com. So it's really easy. The whole thing takes about 10, 15 seconds. You download our extension. You can use whatever your favorite browser is. So if that's, you know, Chrome or Mozilla or Firefox or Safari, you can um, use whatever browser you'd like and you download our Trueheart extension. Or if you're on your mobile phone um, or tablet, we have a progressive web app. So you just tap our beautiful red heart icon and you start searching and you get the same great results that you're used to on other platforms. But the difference is we're an alternative search engine. So as I said before, you know, now your searches are powering donations to our six charity partners and we give 80% of our net profits uh, to our nonprofit partners. As I mentioned with our work with Global Green, our grants to them fund the planting of healthy saplings in the Amazon rainforest. With our friends at Action Against Hunger, we are providing meals to people in need in over 46 countries around the world. With Smile Train, we're helping them provide 100% free cleft surgeries and essential treatments to kids all over the world. Uh, with PFLAG National, we're providing life-saving support to LGBTQ plus people. With uh, Four Paws for Ability, we're helping them provide service dogs to 
uh, wounded veterans and children and adults with terminal and chronic illnesses. And with our friends at Variety Boys and Girls Club, we're sending talented and deserving kids to college who otherwise don't have the financial means. So there's six amazing programs that we're funding with our True Heart community. And we welcome everybody. We really built this for people ages eight to 80 years old. Anyone who's got, you know, a cell phone, a tablet or a computer can join our community and start searching to change the world. Mm. And it's important, I think, to point out also, you did mention it in a couple of those charities that a lot of them operate all across the world or, for example, in the case of the Global Green, which is um, you know, the big project you described in the Amazon rainforest that benefits the entire world. Yes, correct. Um, Global Green's footprint is literally the entire planet. You know, Action Against Hunger um, is providing meals and essential services to people in over 40 countries. Um, Smile Train works all over the world, also in uh, 40, 50 some odd countries providing free surgeries to um, kids and adults who need them. So yeah, we're, we're making a difference in local communities all over the world. So we really feel like there's a cause that everybody, you know, cares about when they join our community. And hopefully people care about all the causes because they're all really, you know, deserving. And we're really proud to support our nonprofit partners. They're amazing organizations with really strong leadership teams who've been doing this work for decades and you know they care so much about people animals and the planet and we're just proud to invite more people into our community that can start searching to support their mission hmm. great well thanks for sharing that and thanks for you know clearly um, you're very passionate about all the work you do which is wonderful and there's so much good that comes out of just doing something simple like searching on that search engine. So we'll mention that again before the end of the show, but I think it's a good point now to move on to the buzz, which is our innovation round. It's the same five questions I ask of every guest, and hopefully you'll give us some really insightful answers from your experience as an entrepreneur that'll inspire our listener to go and do something awesome today, take some action and really make a difference in the world. That sounds great. Fire away, Jurgen. <laughs> All right. What's the number one thing anyone needs to do to be more innovative? Oh, that's a great question. I think one of the top things you can do to be innovative is be a big dreamer. So there's going to be a lot of people who will say your idea might be crazy or impossible. And, you know, you've seen some of the world's um, biggest visionaries and geniuses, they had the people that were doubting them, you know, mm -hmm. like look at what Elon Musk um, accomplished with Tesla. You know, if the entire world moved to driving electric cars and we got rid of these gas guzzling vehicles, we're going to cut our emissions by close to 70 or 80%. And that goes a long way towards saving the planet. But, you know, when Elon first came out with this idea for Tesla, there were a lot of people that doubted that, you know, it was possible that he could pull it off, you know, but he stuck to his guns and had a big dream and put everything that he had behind making this company a massive success. So I would just always say, like, have those big dreams and go for them. And the second part of it is never, ever, ever give up. And that was the best piece of advice that uh, my Nima, my grandma who raised me, told me was never, ever, ever give up. And in my darkest moments and on my hardest days when, you know, I thought, gosh, is there an easier path to take? I would hear her voice in my head just telling me to never, ever, ever give up. And it was always worth staying the course and passionately pursuing my dreams because that's how you make change in your own life. And that's how you affect real change in your communities, in your country and on a global scale. So just go for it. Mm, yeah, there's so much gold in, in what you've shared there. And I think it comes back to being really clear about what it is that you're passionate about and, and you know, articulating those dreams. And whilst uh, 
you know, I'm sure Elon Musk had this dream and had a passion and drive to see it through, but he certainly surrounded himself with good people and and that was the balance to ignoring the naysayers. So the people that um, were contributing ideas that actually made the dream more realistic and then also contributed knowledge and and time and money work to take Tesla to where it is today. I'm a massive fan of Tesla and I agree with you. I, I wish we'd move faster to electric vehicles. I mean, not just to save the planet, there's so many other benefits. I mean, imagine so going out onto the benefits. street and it's instead of having this constant roar of engines, it's quiet and peaceful. Yeah. A bit of uh, road, and, road and rubber noise, but that's it. Absolutely. The crazy thing to me and Scott is, you know, the technology is already there. So that's the hard part. It's been invented. We know it works. There are millions of people who drive not just Tesla, but other electric car brands. And so, you know, that's the hard part. The easy part should be adopting this as a new way of life and getting everybody who cares about, you know, our planet on board. And as you said, it makes for a much more peaceful and quiet neighborhood when you don't have all of those uh, loud cars who are also polluting the planet. So I just hope and pray, especially I'm sure you've been following what's been going on in, in our country, in the U.S., but, you know, um, President Biden, who cares deeply about the planet, is trying his best to get this package, you know, pushed forward so we can, you know, get these wind turbines and clean energy literally across, you know, our shores. Um, powering the entire country. And, you know, if America does it, we know the rest of the world is watching and will follow suit. So I'm, I'm crossing my fingers that, you know, that, uh, these cooler heads prevail and people are, are on board for doing what it takes to save our planet. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's just certainly, I mean, it's a long discussion. The energy situation is lots of challenges. They're still both political and and logistical, in in many ways. But yeah, I agree with you. I, um, you know, there's there's some good signs of progress. I just hope it happens more quickly. Agreed. All right. What's the best thing you've done to develop new ideas? Well, I've always found that when um, I go on vacation to a place where I can spiritually connect with the land that I am at my most creative. And Scott and I have gotten amazing ideas when we've, you know, taken a break and cleared our heads and just gotten back to playing with our, our kids and doing all of those fun things that I think so often as adults, we forget need to be a part of our creative process. And kids, you know, get to do that every day. They're on the playground, they're playing sports. And that really has been, you know, even scientifically proven sports, play, music, to really jog, you know, your creativity and, and inspire you. So one of the places we love, um, you know, traveling to with our family is, is Maui. And I always feel so spiritually connected to the land there. It's just a beautiful opportunity to reconnect with nature and, you know, gorgeous sunsets and beautiful beaches and things move at a slower pace, which I like because I tend to do a lot every day. Um, I'm a great, you know, multitasker and I get a lot done, but you know, you need to take a step back for your own mental health and well-being and, you know, put things on pause in your professional life and take that, you know, time for yourself and with your family. And I've always found that when I do that, I I feel better physically and emotionally. I'm so grateful for the time to be with my husband and our children. And I always leave with new ideas that then Scott and I have created something really cool that we take with us into one of our purpose-driven companies. So that's been, that's been the added bonus, learning to take that time off and recharge. Mm, yeah, that, that's great advice there. And I think even, even just something simple like uh, going out for a walk in the middle of the day um in you know in a park or in nature can kind of set you up for the rest of the day and and as you say it's sort of recharging all right what's one of the resources you use most often i mean apart from the true heart search engine yes apart from and 
Scott knows I'm a power searcher. I do sometimes <laughs> like over a hundred searches a day um, with with my work. So I'm definitely probably one of our top users. Um, but aside from aside from hanging out on our own platform, um, I use a, a really cool tool called Proudly. So with my work in public relations, um, it's definitely been a game changer for us. Um, it's a way to create your own newsroom for your press mm -hmm. releases, to also grow your database of media contacts, and then to service out your press release and to connect with reporters, bloggers, podcast hosts, to share all of your exciting news about the work that you're doing. So, you know, before a platform like Prowly existed, you know, going back in the day when I started my career in PR over two decades ago, you had to send every email one at a time. And so, you know, it could take me 24, 48 hours to email some campaigns. I'm working with 800, a thousand journalists, you know, and you'd be up all night, you know, to get this done. Hmm. But now with an automated platform like Prowly, you save so much time. And it also enables you to create a really professional uh, looking newsroom. So, you know, with just one click, a journalist, reporter, podcast host can download all of your assets. So your press release, your campaign video, your high-res photos. So it's really made my life a lot easier. And I'm a big proponent of any tech that could be used to simplify things and you know, having, uh, I, I'm a, a big kind of nerd for organization and I'm very detail oriented. Um, I also love my, you know, calendar as a way to schedule like everything that we have going on with our, with our companies. But I found this to be one great tool that, you know, I love working with on a weekly basis. Mm, that's great. I'm not familiar with Prowly, so I'll have to go and check that out. So it sounds fabulous. Yeah. Um, look into them. Okay, well, what's what's the best way to keep a project on track? Well, I think you um, have to resist the urge to procrastinate um, because obviously there's always something coming up, and in our you know heavily connected, digitally connected world that we live in now, there's always a device that's buzzing, right? So you get a notification that you have an email, or you get a text, or you get a phone call or you get an instant message, or you see a news alert come up, there's always something that's trying to distract you from what you're doing. So if you stay focused and you don't procrastinate, um, as I said a moment ago, I love using uh, you know, my, my calendar, my digital calendar. And so it's a great way to put, these are the items on my to-do list that we have to get done you know, for our true heart companies today. And then I can invite other people into those events who I'm working with, you know, either Scott as my partner or clients or vendors. And then I color code my calendar based on the projects. So it's an easy way for me visually to organize everything that I have to, you know, do on a daily and a weekly and a monthly basis. And so I found that having a system that works for you really keeps you on track and makes you accountable, um, you know, to the people you're working with and on the projects that are important. Hmm. Yeah, I love it. Um, you reminded me um, with, I mean, there's two, two things there. The two things for me are connected in that when I was in my corporate career in the early days when um, the BlackBerry was first launched, the... Um, the first people to have the BlackBerry were our sales team that were on the road traveling all the time to see clients. And so to enable them to do their email while they were traveling or to be contactable or to make phone calls, that they would get this BlackBerry first. And one of their common complaints was, oh, ever since I've had this BlackBerry, I'm so less efficient because I keep getting interrupted. Every time I get an email, it buzzes at me every time. Um, you know, I get a text message or another message, it buzzes at me. And I remember saying to a few of them, just turn the notifications off. I mean, <laughs> surely you can do that. The other thing that happened at that time, though, was we were put onto a central calendar system. And with those Blackberries, all of a sudden, people could schedule time in your calendar. Um, and And what would happen is, and the way they set it up was you didn't have to approve 
So it wasn't an invite that you said, Uh-oh. Yes, I, <laughs> yes, I'm coming, or no, I can't make that one. I've got something else on. Um, it would automatically populate your calendar. And I thought, this is crazy. And after I spoke to the IT people, and I said, no, no, this is the way it has to be. I thought, well, I don't believe that. But um, I realized I couldn't change that. So I thought, how do I fix this so that, you know, all of a sudden I've lost control of my calendar? And I thought, I know. I'll just schedule time with myself. And what's the best <laughs> what's the best way to schedule time with myself? Well, today I need to do three things. So I'll schedule time to do those three things. And ever since then I've been doing that. It sort of came about not not by intent of design of how you did it, but it's sort of by accident almost to protect my calendar in those days. And ever since then I've been doing it. I I love it. Yeah, and it's important. I, I even recommend you know, on, on a personal end, you put in those personal reminders to take a break and, and do the things that, um, you know, are good for your mental health and well-being. So, you know, for me, it's hot yoga. I do a few classes a week and it's not just great for, you know, my physical health, but also, you know, my mental health and my spiritual well-being. So I schedule that in the calendar and then I know that's a responsibility that I'm making to my well-being. I'm going to be accountable. I'm going to show up for those classes and it makes me a better human. And when I see it in my calendar, I know that's the time I set aside for myself. Hmm. And I think everybody should have that one thing that they do for themselves every day that makes them feel good. Hmm. Yeah, that's great. I've started using a tool called Reclaim which is an automation tool. And what it does, it allows you to, for example, um, I like to go bike riding every day. And on some days I have an early morning podcast, so I don't get to the early morning bike ride. Um, but what Reclaim does, in it connects with your calendar. And if I tell it, for example, I want to take an hour every day to go bike riding, it will find an hour for me in that day and it will just block out an hour around the appointments that are already there and so I and I also do that for several other things so I schedule catch-up time so that I can just have a breather and you know sometimes things take longer than planned and they're just gaps in there so that it kind of fills my calendar automatically with the habits that I want to keep going. So I don't have to think about scheduling that time. It's, it sort of says that. And, and then it reminds me that, okay, you know, 10 minutes, time to go for a bike ride. I love that. Yeah. Reclaiming your time for yeah. yourself as you deserve. That's brilliant. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> All right. Now, what's the number one thing anyone can do to differentiate themselves? I think... Always be passionate. I've said since I started my business that promotion without passion is pointless. So, you know, if you're not 110% in, then there's no point in doing it. You know, for me in my professional life, in my personal life, I, I don't know how to be half in on something. I go all in or I don't do it at all. So I, I think when you bring that sort of energy, and people can get really fired up because they hear it in your voice. They see how animated you are, that this is something that you care about. That's how you inspire people to join whatever it is that you want them to do. You know, whether it's joining the True Heart community, you know, joining your local book club, volunteering at the PTA, whatever you're trying to motivate people to do. If you're truly passionate about it, people will remember that. You know, and it, it's always that feeling that you leave people with that stays with them. So if you're really fired up and you communicate your passion for the project you're working on, other people are going to notice and then it's just infectious. And that's how you start to see, you know, it grow. And, you know, one great example, we launched a campaign yesterday that we're super fired up about. It's called hashtag save our medicine. And it's for um, the community uh, of uh, families who have children and adults living with the rare disease Neiman Pick type C. And these kids and adults are taking one of two experimental medicines that are literally keeping them alive. 
but because of some bureaucracy and red tape that we have in the United States, the FDA is threatening to discontinue access to this medicine in the next few months. And without the medicine, these kids and adults with NPC will die. So this is urgent. It's a, it's a dire, you know, situation that the families are dealing with. Mm. And so we rallied some wonderful celebrities to support. We're out there doing lots of press. We have a, a petition to the FDA. It has over 44,000 signatures and climbing every day. And the goal is that we make as much noise as possible so we can win over the hearts and minds of the suits at the FDA so they can be a hero for all of these families and just continue granting access to these medicines under compassionate use. But the point is that we are so fired up and passionate about helping these families save their kids that we will not quit. Like we are doing whatever it takes to be in this fight with these families because their kids' lives depend on it. And so when you're that passionate about something, that's when you get people to join your team. And, you know, I saw with pitching lots of friends in the media, we had a beautiful TV piece that aired last night and we're working on a bunch more television pieces and newspaper and magazine and radio pieces to promote the campaign because, you know, the goal is you want to inspire millions of people to join your fight. So you have to communicate that passion. And when people can feel that, they get fired up and then they want to do whatever it takes to help you. And that's how you accomplish your goal. So you turn it, you take it from a, a moment rather, and you turn it into a movement because of that spark that you ignite. Hmm. Well, we can certainly hear your passion in your voice and, and I can see it on camera here. So Thank yeah, thanks for sharing that. Um, and I love the take a moment and turn it into a movement. Oh, um, I might steal that one. You can. <laughs> Royalty right. from here again. Thanks, Amy. This has been fantastic. Now, remind us again where people can find out more about you, maybe even reach out to say thanks for all you've shared and, and remind us also about where the True Heart search engine can be found. Yeah, absolutely. On social media, you can find us at We Are True Heart, exactly as those four words are spelled, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We also launched our True Heart podcast where we chat with celebrities, mavericks, and visionary philanthropists about what sets their souls on fire and the impact that they're making in the world. And you can find that wherever podcasts are found and on YouTube if you want to watch the show for the full experience. And then we hope that you will join our True Heart community and start searching to change the world with us at trueheart.com. And if you ever want to team up on a campaign or you have a cause that you know you'd like us to support you can find us at our cause agency which is wearetrueheart.com send us an email through our website um, and we're, we're always happy to learn about amazing nonprofits all over the globe and see how how we can collaborate and team up to make a difference great well we'll post all those links in the show notes of course so people can click straight through so do you have some parting advice today for our listener as we wrap it up? I would say that after the last uh, two years that the world has been through with this pandemic, it is so important to check on the people in your life. Spend five minutes every day picking up the phone, calling your family, friends, neighbors, coworkers, and just ask them how they are and really listen to their answer. Because I think Oftentimes we forget that, you know, there's so much power in our words and in our actions. And sometimes someone in your life could be having a really bad day and you call to see how they're doing and that shows them that they're not alone and somebody cares. And that one small act of showing love and kindness and support can make an entire difference in someone's life. You could literally be the reason why they decide to stick around for another day. And so if someone's going through challenges, just be there and offer up love and support. It's it's honestly, I think the biggest thing that the world needs now is more love and kindness. So it's free. You have an endless supply of love in your heart and you're meant to share it with everybody. 
the people in your life and even strangers. It's beautiful when you share it with strangers too. So I would just encourage everybody to, you know, reach out to the people in your lives and, and check in on them. Make sure that they're okay. Yeah, wonderful advice. And it's so easy to do. And, you know, I've heard a lot during the past couple of years with the pandemic and so on about Zoom fatigue and so on. But um, you know, pick up the phone. We can actually yeah. we can actually use those smart devices to make phone calls, you know, the, the old-fashioned way, um, and just talk to people. Yes. Getting a phone call, you know, from a friend you haven't talked to in a while, it just it makes you smile. It lights mm. you up to be thought of and, and remembered. And as you said, Jurgen, it's it's an easy thing that we can all do. So why not make someone stay and give them a call? Mm. Great. All right. Finally, who else should I get on this show and why? Oh, I have somebody wonderful for you to be on the show. Probably tons of people that we could talk about offline and I'll email you. But one of my favorites that I would be so thankful for you to have on your show, who I think would really light up your audience, is our friend D. Anthony Evans. He is a cancer thriver and survivor. He's had over 385 tumors removed. He's an inspirational and motivational speaker, and he's completely transformed um, his life. And after being given uh, less than six months to live 10 years ago, He's still here hmm. and he literally lives to serve and help other people. It's, it's the reason why, uh, why he's, he's still around and he's one of the most remarkable human beings that Scott and I know. So I feel confident that when you're blessed to meet him and I, I'm going to connect you after this awesome interview, I know your, your amazing Innova Buzz audience is just going to love getting to know. D. Anthony Evans. His spirit is so beautiful and bright, and he's someone who just changes the world every day. Oh, wonderful. Well, thanks for that. And um, yeah, we'll look forward to that introduction and reach out to D. Anthony and, and invite him onto the show. Looking forward to that conversation. Well, thanks so much for sharing your time and your insights with us so generously today, Amy, and thanks for all the work you do. It's, it's really an inspiration just hearing you speak about it and hearing some of the stories of the impact that you're having in, in people's lives. So thanks for that too and for sharing that with us today. It's been a pleasure to talk with you and I've learned a lot out of the experience. All Thank the best for the so future much. and let's stay in touch. Thank you, Jurgen. I'm so glad to make a new friend and I love your show and all the work that you're doing. Well, I hope you enjoyed that really engaging and informative conversation with Amy and took something away from what she shared with us today. Amy's passion for what she does certainly shines through in this episode, and I love the idea of taking a moment and turning it into a movement. I'd love to know what you took away from Amy's episode. Leave a comment below the blog post, which you can find at innovabiz.co forward slash Amy Mellon. That is A-M-Y-M-A-L-I-N, all lowercase, all one word, in overbiz.co forward slash Amy Mellon. You'll also find contact information there for getting in touch with Amy, as well as links to the True Heart website, to the True Heart search engine, and to Amy's social media pages, as well as the other resources we spoke about in our conversation. If you like this episode, please share it with two other people at least that it might help. Tag me in on that share and I'm going to reach out to you with a special surprise. And I'd love you to leave a review on this episode so that we can get to know you and why you listen and also to help us make the podcast better for you. Simply go to lovethepodcast.com forward slash InnovaBuzz and pick your preferred platform to leave the review. And of course, you can follow the show by going to followthepodcast.com forward slash InnovaBuzz. Tune in again to the next episodes of the InnovaBuzz podcast where we've got yet more fantastic guests lined up, including a return appearance of author of Offscript, Mastering Business Improv, Peter Margaritas, and the founder of Invested Talent, another fellow podcaster, Ruben Kanyar. 
Thanks for listening to this episode. Make sure you subscribe to the show to be reminded of new episodes. It's free to subscribe. Leave a review if you like. Even if you don't like me, I'm okay with that. I'm asking you to leave a review because it helps other people find this show. Go to innovabiz.co to join our marketing transformation community and access a free gift my team and I made for you. It's the Marketing Master Mini Class. We want to give you everything you need to transform your marketing into a human-centered, relationship-focused growth engine. Until next time, I'm Jürgen Strauss from InnovaBiz. Remember, be awesome and keep innovating.